Okay. All right, boys, we're back on track. Um, just a couple of days before maybe work starts. I heard that work started yesterday some places. But I want to give you an important message before we start work. Of course, the Parashah this week is tremendous. I was not talk about the Parashah, the spies, the time of the desert, but that's, that's going to, as great as, great as that is, it has to wait because we have to say first, the first message that's very, very um, pressing now at this time are the dates that we have before the 15th. Businesses will probably open up. Bazat Hashem, for the good. We go to a Gemara, Maserat Kedushin, Daflamid Abu Bet, 30b. Tanura Banan, the rabbis learned that they taught a Braita. We say in the Kerat Shema every day, which means you shall place these words upon your heart. The words of the Torah. What's Vesamtem? It's spelled, it's spelled with a Sin Mem Taf Mem. The Yomorah says, Yisam Tam, Samach Mem Taf Mem. It changes the scene with a Samach, which means, because Samach and Sin have the same sound, they come from the same part of the mouth, you're able to interchange those letters to make certain learning that are short. Certain hints. So, as if it says, Sam Tam. Sam means a potion, Tam means a wholesome, a wholesome potion. Nimshela Torah, the Torah is compared to Sam Hayim. To a life potion, a life remedy, a life medicine. Mashal le Adam. There was a parable to a person. She had to train his son. His son did something not good. He had to hit the kid. He hit him a nice smack. He placed upon it a bandage on the wound. And he told him, Benny, my son. As long as this bandage, this bandaid is on, on top of covering your wound, you could eat what makes you happy, what you enjoy, and you could drink what makes you enjoy, and you could wash yourself, bathe yourself, in hot water, cold water, no problem. And you, should, and you have no fear. But, but if you remove the bandage, it's going to get infected. That's the parable. The application is, says the Baytah, so too. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem, Amal Am Yisrael, He told the Am Yisrael, Bini O Banai, my children, Barati I created the evil inclination. I created the Yetzer which wants us to do evil and to tempt us all the time. Ubarati lo, and I created as a remedy against him, Torah Tebalin. Torah, which is a remedy, a spice against him. It's a, it's a spice potion that takes care of him. And if you deal in Torah, deal in Torah, study Torah, you will not be given in his hand. You will not be given in his hand. Shneiamar says, when Cain, before Cain killed his brother Hevel, Adam had his two children. Hashem spoke to Cain and told him, 
By the doorway, the sin is resting. He sits there. Which means, if you do not hear, if you learn Torah, you'll be searching. She never says, Hello, imtetib se'et, Hashem told Kain. Hashem told Kain. Hello, imtetib se'et. If you do good, se'et. You'll be able to carry. Which means, you'll be able to withstand the tests. And in our case, means you learn Torah. If you learn Torah, to, to, you do good, you'll be able to be above your Yitzhara. Torah is called good. Kelekahtov, he's saying. Torah is good. Hello, imtetib, say it. If you'll be good, if you study Torah, say it. You'll be above the Yitzhara. You control it. But if you do not learn Torah, atem nimsarim beyado. You will be given into his hands. For sure. Shani Amara says, La betah atatorobets. To the door, by the door, the sin is resting. He's sitting there right by the door. Nowadays, everybody, the sin is not by the door anymore. <laughs> it's in your hand, everybody. <laughs> he used to be in the brochures. They put him in his brochure, they put it into the doors. The center page always has to be there. But today, everybody, you don't who needs that. Today, you have it on your hand. But it's not the door anymore. It's already in the house. His whole doing is going to just make his full business with you. Shnei Amar says, "To you is his hope, make you sin." But if you want, you'll be able to conquer him. Shnei Amar says, "He told Cain, I should put Cain, and you will rule him." Now, Guy meets up with you. 
had the bandage to be an infection. The infection could be such an infection that it can infect his soul to the core of the soul and bring him down to the worst parts of life. That's an infection. And that can be looking pretty, driving a beautiful car, looks nice, fancy suit, gorgeous shoes, all tucked up nice. That's a tache case. But he has no Torah. He's infected! He doesn't even know it! And the infection starts slow. It's like a snake bite. And slowly, slowly, it travels. And it gets to the point where sometimes he can hate religion! And put down others who keep religion! That's how far it can get when a person does not study Torah. It's an infection. And the only way to stop all that infection and to heal it is to make a seder of Torah, to learn Torah. That's how Hashem said Himself. This is one of the only times you find that Hashem said exactly what to do exactly for that. Means clearly, we know other things Hashem always said, Hashem says, but He's telling you, my son, I'm telling you, this is what it is. The only way to keep the infection is this is the way. You want to enjoy life? You want to eat what you want, do what you want? And take a bath, hot and cold? You got the, you a bandage on you. How's that the bandage? The bandage gives away no infection. You're protected. You got your say, you have your Torah, you have protection. You can do a lot of misfort. You can do a lot of misfort. Big misfort out there. Big ones. Burholim. Tzedakah. The great misfort. Tefillin. All great Shabbat. The giant misfort. But you have to have Torah in your diet. There's nothing to talk about. There's no Torah. The diet is a problem. I'll tell you. I always say the story over. From Rabbi Nesim again. As you said, I was just to say Shabbat. Rabbi Nesim Ben Yibay Yaakov. This was America. Here, there, all around the world. Rabbi. So... One time we had a Shabbaton, he spoke about a Shabbaton many years ago. And he, he did a different yeshiva. And he, he said a very good mashal, which I want to tell you now. I said it a few, a few times already in the past, but very important for now. We know that the angel came to fight the Yaakov Avinu. An angel, we know Yaakov Avinu, was preparing for a war with his brother Asad. He prepared himself. He made two camps. Way back. And he prepared himself for the great battle, the showdown. And at, at, at night, when he he had to, you know, there was like a little river there, he had to make himself a bridge. He was a big man, Yaakov. He put his feet on the other side, and he just, he just was like a bridge, and he he took all the cattle. He carried all the cattle and sheep and his children, the family, and members, all the slaves, all over the, that river to the other side. And he forgot one little finjan, a little pot on the other side of the river. So he went back himself to get it, and there an angel was waiting for him to fight with him, to kill him. And the Torah says the battle, discusses it, and the angel could not defeat Yaakov. Yaakov was so powerful and so kadosh and so powerful. He fought him back and he couldn't hit him. So he just hit him on the body, hit him on his loin, on the, on the thigh. And Yaakov still didn't let it go. And he forced him, give me a blessing, I'm not letting you go. I had to bless him. Now, the question is, so the, who, who, who was the Malach? Some say it was the uh, angel of death. Isaiah's Malach. Yisrael, the Satan himself. Whoever it was, some say Michael, whoever it was, but this battle 
was a was was a very very important battle. Who was he fighting really? He was fighting Yaakov Avinu for a certain reason. Now, that's how I asked the question, and he said like this: If this angel wanted to stop the Jewish cause, which means Yaakov's future children and generations of Bnei Israel, why didn't he start with Abraham Avinu? Knock out Abraham, and there'll be no future of Yaakov and Esther. Nobody, no Yaakov, there'll be no children, no, 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 no tribes. Or go against his hack. Why did he fight with Yaakov? Why did he wait so long to let a tree grow so strong like Abraham, second of three forefathers, and then he had the tribes? Why did he cut it down to begin with? Fight with Abraham. Says the Haim, a tremendous thing, he says. Abraham, we know, was the man of kindness. Isha Haifid, he stands for kindness. He had the tent, the four, four doors open up, like an oasis, he had food on the tables, full. every day people came and just ate, and they don't thank Hashem for it, always do chesed, 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 tremendous chesed, he was sick after the circumcision, after the third day he was sick, at age 99, he was circumcised, and he's waiting in the boiling hot sun, maybe some guests will come by, look how much chesed Abraham had, chesed, kindness. Yitzhak Avinu would pray a lot. He had Yerat Shamaim. Ibura, always self judgment. No, I have to be better than Hashem. I better, more Yerat Shamaim, fear of heaven. But he stripped with himself. That's Yitzhak. Tremendous holiness. The only misery he wants in his life. Like a holy Qurban, a sacrifice. Yaakov was the symbol of Torah. He learned 14 years straight when he ran away from his brother after they killed him after he took the blessings. 14 years straight, he didn't really lay down in the bed. Learned 14 years straight. He's the ten I met Yaakov. He met his truth. Abraham is Hesed's kindness. It's Hakez Gibura, the mighty might, self-control, in a Shemaim, Tefillah, and Yaakov is Torah. We know it says, the Mishnah says in Berkei Avot, chapter 1, Mishnah 2, Shemona Tzadik says like this, the, the world says upon three foundations, on Torah, prayer, which is called sacrifices, today's prayer instead, and doing kindness. The three pillars. Says at a time like this. The Yetzirah is able to withstand the kindness of Abraham Abinu. It's okay. You want to do kindness? Do kindness all day, no problem. I could still fight you. I still have ways of getting around that. To make you sin. Do, pray all day. Do your tax way. Pray all day. Do that way. I can still get you. I'll find ways. Now, I'm not saying Abraham Saka, Abraham Saka were two great giants that they beat Yatsarara. But it means that someone who do like them, you can't do that. You want to try to do like them, but they're very great. But to do those two things only, you can get around it. That's why we didn't fight with them. But when it came to the Torah, when Yaakov was going to put down in his descendants this midah of learning Torah all the time, here, he puts up his fight, the biggest fight of all. 
he took all his power, and the angel himself came down from heaven and tried to fight Yaakov and put an end to him right there. And he couldn't win. And as, as the Zohar says, that battle still rages till Mashiach comes. There's always going to be a fight. There's always a fight against the Torah. Whether it be against the people who learn the Torah, not to give them this, what they need, all kinds of ways. Whether, it, whether they, 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 in old times they closed down schools, in Russia, Germany, all those places. All kinds of ways that they try to fight. He tries to fight Torah in different ways throughout the generations, but he, don't, he always doesn't win. Torah still stands in those cellars of Russia during Torah. In the ghettos they found, they found with no Torah. Now, Baruch Hashem, when there was no, 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 no shoes, people on Torah, and they found ways at home to learn Torah. Torah will always survive, will always persevere, always win. Because that's the main one of all. So that's why he fought Yaakov Aminu. Says Rabbi again like this, Mashal. There was a guy who got sick and went to the doctor. And the doctor told him, here's the medicine, take the medicine. He went home to the medicine three days, he died. There was a lawsuit claiming that against the doctor. Giving being in prison. The doctor says, do one favor, before we go to court, just give me the give me the bottle, where's the bottle? Where, where's, the, where's the antibiotic? They bring it to him, he says, Of course the guy died, the guy's an idiot. You know what it says in the bottle? It says shake well. I gave him the bottle, on the bottom was the whole essence of the remedy. The bottle, the top was all water. Yeah, he's supposed to shake it up. Each time he shake it up. The guy just, just poured out water every day, tablespoon of water. And the guy, the guy they died. Didn't help Now, of course, Gimel Hasadim and praying is not water. It's real stuff. But it's not enough. It's tremendous hesed. It's tremendous praying and Abu You have to have them in the day. You must have Abu in your day doing praying and Yerachamayim and Hesed. You have to have that every day, do at least one Hesed a day, something a day, Hesed. But if you don't have Torah in your day, you're done. If you don't shake well, you gotta shake well. You must have Torah in that day. If there's no Torah in that day, you fail that day, you failed. How to do it is up to you have to find a way. But you gotta have Torah on that day. That's the rule we're learning right now. Hashem testifies. You're not gonna win without Torah. Rabbi, but I got you out of charity. The guy's always telling me, Rabbi, I won't go do this, become billionaire. I'll just support all these years. I said to him, but will you learn Torah? Forget about it. Well, I'm the only issue in the whole world. Take your whole issue in the whole world. Take your whole issue. But what's with you? How are you going to win this? Because you give all these years. It's a great mitzvah. So where's your Torah? No, that's my Torah. That's their Torah. You got it on yourself. The one for your shivas is great. But where's your Seder? Where's your Seder in the day? Where's your concrete time on the clock that from this hour here I'm learning? I'm sitting down by the book. Either with somebody, or with nobody, it's nobody, or a translation, or something. I have a Seder. Where's my Seder? Concrete. On paper. Where is it? I have to have a Seder my day. The same way you have inventory check here. Everything is written down. Everything is written down. And then once you're that, 
If one of you's missing, I'll right away to the haywire. You gotta, you gotta, get the, you gotta read the accounts and then we'll say what's happening, what's happening here? What's really happening here? Same thing here. If you don't have your Seder, you miss your day. How long the Seder has to be? That's you have to find out how much time you have and see what you do. And not only that, you have to know what it says in Shahar Ruch. It says Shahar Ruch like this. Hold on, hold on. It says like this. After in Siman Kosnun here, it's a law in Shahar Ruch. No less than that. It's flat law. It's not any kind of pious. This is a, this is a, this is a requirement in the law, code of laws. Shabbat Halik Bet, Shahar Ruch Maran, Kosnun here, 155. After you, I'm translating the words, after you leave the shul, go to the Bebedrash, house of study. The Yikbad, head to the mode, and you have to set down a time to learn. The Tzarich, and it has to be Sheoto Eret, at that time, Yehir Kavua. It's going to be a set time. Then you won't pass it up, even if you want to, even if you think, to gain a lot of flus on that time. You have to be willing to give it up. As you set time, a lot of times we tested for that. A lot of times just a test to see would you really, really fail your test and go knock your say it out or not. Like I always say the famous story and I say it again. I'm not saying the story is because I heard the story myself. It was known 60 years ago the story, but my father told me a story. I don't know the guy. He's some guy in the community. He told me he knows the guy. He had good business. He was making good money. But he had a very good Seder every day. He had a real Seder every day. He had a strong Seder. He had maybe Hamlutah, whatever they learned. I don't know, it was a couple of hours. It was a very good Seder. Suddenly, he started getting more customers. And they told him, they called him from the work. Listen, you know, it's getting out of hand. We can't deal with it. Okay, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming help. I'm coming help. So he, he had to, a couple of days, he cut down a little bit on the Seder. He, he still learned, but he cut down the Seder a little bit. A week later, they call him and say, it's getting really, it's, it's just flying here. What will do? There's more customers. Just keep going. What do do anymore? So he took a little more time off learning. This kept going on for a, for a few months. In a slow, slow, slow procedure. It doesn't work fast. He said, oh. <laughs> so finally, he found himself that he said, he said listen, I, I, we just can't learn. I mean, there's just no way. I mean, I can't tell people not to come to the store. I mean, you got to deal with these people. So he closed the book completely. He had no choice. A week later, chapter 11. He went bankrupt. The true story, my thoughts on it. He knows the guy. It was a crazy story. It means who understood, who didn't realize that he was being, he was being led along the whole time. But they said, not. He kept sending in more customers, more customers, more customers, just to get him out of learning. Once he closed the book, so now who needs to, who, I, I gotta give business to this guy? Who cares about this guy? And then one came, and he went bankrupt. Which means we should not think that business is calling us that's a sign we're, we're going to make more money. Who knows what that's doing to us? It's just to prod us, to, to seduce us, to persuade us to leave out or that. A lot of boys now had great sedarim in this past few months of the corona season. It wasn't just for nothing. Hashem has his ways. He want, he's giving a chance to people to shape up their lives to become more serious in their real job of life to prepare themselves for what's called Alam Abba, which means to learn Torah, to get what you have to get in this world. He gave us a chance 
an opening shot. Many of us took it, Baruch Hashem. And now, when business starts again, there's no way we're going to let go. Maybe you can't, you can't do as many hours you did before. But we're not going to let go of the Seder. No way. We're going to keep on to the Seder. Whether it means twice a day, once a day, which hours, I don't know when it is, morning, night, whatever it is. We're going to stick to the Seder. Because you know, as long as you had that bandage on, that, that, that thing on, there's no infection. You'll be successful in everything. You take that off, you're in trouble. Yes, the trouble. When you're not Torah, you're looking for trouble. I'll quote you another part of the next page in the halakha. He's talking about business, halakot, about doing business. In 156, he says like this. These are his words. He says, after you did your seder, then you can go to do your business. And he says, however, he says, this is a line, the Shaharuch. Go to this is no, 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 no extras. Lo yaaseh melechto ikar. Do not make your work, your business, the main part of your day. Ela'arai, that's the more temporary item. The Torah the Torah is the main part. And then this and this, which means your Torah and your business, both will be established in your hand and be well. If you do Torah, the main part of your day, and your work, the, the secondary part of your day, then both things will be successful. Because Hashem has ways to help you and put blessing in what you're doing. You can work 15 hours a day and have no blessing. You can work six hours a day and have blessing and make millions. Hashem has ways to do it. It's up to him. He gives the money. That's your wiseness, your cunning in business. It's Hashem or Hashem. So we're being commanded in by the Shulchan Aruch, by the Halakha. Which means like this. Let's say you can learn... Eight hours, seven hours, six hours, five a day. But you go to an hour a day, hour in the morning, hour in the night, do that. Or you go to an hour a day, do that. But make it your business that in your mindset, you're realizing that my Torah, that's the main part of my day. That's what I'm here for in this world. I need the other eight hours to work, seven, whatever they're doing. That's just to get along in this world. To make ends meet so I could be able to sit and learn and do what I have to do for Hashem's sake. Don't think that, no, I guess, yeah, we do. Oh, I, I work, uh, I, 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 I don't know the side. I don't know the side. Those words are pursued. They're not true words. You don't learn the side. You learn and you work on the side. It may be eight hours of work, but that's the side. That's the secondary element of my life. That's just to get through this world, to have what to eat, and to pay bills. But that's not what you're here for. I think, why are you in this world for? I'm here to make money. That's not what you're here for, man. In case you didn't know what you found out now today. You're not here to make flus. You gotta make food because you need food to buy things, to eat some food, to do some things in order to pray, to be able to walk to shul. If you need a car, okay, want a car, to get to shul faster, learn more Torah, more time to learn. It's all for the spiritual aspect of life, 
to be able to do things that we have to do for Hashem's sake. You have to do chesed. You want to do chesed. So you make a few hours, you can do chesed. Now you help out, maybe somebody. There's also chesed with your own body, helping people out. But you need to be healthy for that. So you eat it because we healthy. So it's all to do Hashem's service. That's what it's all about. That's all you're all about. So you have to remember, the Torah is keba. By the way, this is a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah, but you what? That's the first last commandment of the, of the, of the say, of, it's the sages of Tanaim that come from Moshe Rabbeinu, That's the halakha. That's not any kind of a sketch. So when you go to, to now start working, we have to now, number one, put down, we're gonna, we are not going to lose Seder. We're going to be learning. All the thing is now, there's work now, so when to have the Seder and how long? You have to discuss that, which one to qualify somebody that you could talk to, you rely upon, or understand, think yourself, what I should do, talk it over somebody, it's a serious matter, you have to make sure you're having a Seder, you're not going to end up, after too much of that season, but Hashem gave you the lesson to, to get a Seder, and then to think, oh now it's all over, it's all behind us. Hashem says, oh, one of the reasons why I brought this thing was to set you, is why I brought this thing was to, sy- was to synchronize you, was to set you up, that you'll be able to get yourself a state of learning. And now you're going to throw it away. Because now you're going to throw it away because business. So I thought the window. No. No, it'll happen. It won't happen. Just you'll modify it. And you'll build your day of work around your state of learning. And then, as the Shuhal says, this and this will be established in your hands. Everybody should be successful. Our blessing to all of the boys is that follow the, let's follow the code of law. Let's follow the halakha. Let's let's get our seder, our learning. Prepare yourself for next week when they start work, or those who started already. It's still in the early stages. You can still put down your uh, your wants with your boss, whatever it is. Set down certain times that you're going to be coming. You're going to be there first one in the morning and be last one out. Only you don't need that. Plenty of guys not learning to that today, but you, you, you want to learn. You want to get there a little later, maybe. Or be learn earlier. So you have something to learn afterwards. Work it out with them. And pray to Hashem to have success to the Shemaya in your, in your wants. So you be successful with that. Because you're showing that there was no waste the past two months on me. I took the message. I shaped up a little bit. And I want to continue on a better path in my life. And I want to have more Torah in my life when I'm able to. And this way the work that I've been working will be my secondary job in this life will be around, molded around my Torah, and I'll be able to be successful in both Torah and business. My blessing is you'll be successful making the right decision with Hashem. Hopefully we'll talk again with Hashem this week with Hashem. For now, take care, and Hazaka Baruch everybody. Bye-bye.